0: You have just made the best decision of your day by choosing to listen to the Holistic Bitches Unfiltered Podcast with me, Leslie Rubinoff, the OG Holistic Bitch. You're guaranteed to laugh, have a what the fuck moment, and truly be inspired to change small things in your life that will have you reaping the rewards of living a truly holistic life, mind, body, and soul. Welcome back to Holistic Bitches Unfiltered with your host, Leslie Ruma, the OG Holistic Bitch. And today we have a fun friend, that is for sure, F-U-N is for sure, like her middle name, kind of. Um, And this podcast is going to be all things woo. We're going to talk about psychic intuitive, we're going to talk crystals, we're going to talk past life, we'll add a little bit of reiki reiki in there, Um, we'll talk about womb regression, because Jen... Jen is awesome. She is the author of Living Crazy Healthy and the lifestyle writer and content creator behind Neurotic Mommy, not erotic, but neurotic, and Mother Realm, which is her lovely crystal collection store online shop, which she's birthed herself. She's a spiritual medium and psychic. You see Reiki master? Yasui. You Yasui! Certified master crystal healer and certified Transpersonal hypnotherapist and specializes in past life, loom regression, with a background in some type of yoga, holistic healing, writing and photography. Jen's got an awesome Instagram. She's also a spiritual teacher and she helps people deepen their connection to their own soul. She's your best friend in the spirit realm and she helps support you on your journey as you navigate its many layers. Um, she's a lifelong intuitive and she believes that being spiritually connected is about mind, body and spirit as a collective whole. And she feels that nurturing and healing yourself on all levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually is the key to harmony within. And she has all kinds of services, which we will touch on in this episode. Jen's read me. Jen's done my first past life regression, which was amazing. It was such a positive experience. And now she's like, my crystal dealer kind of like a drug dealer. A crystal dealer. Hi, Jen.
1: <laughs> Hi, Leslie. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. What an introduction like OM oh, to the G loving it here for it. Um, I feel so honored that I was the first one to like pop your past life regression cherry. You um, and I, that was a really epic session to witness and watch you go through that and have like these breakthroughs. I, I, remember that night it went from like light to dark out and I couldn't see you towards the end and I was just like (laughs) listening and I was like holy shit like Leslie is really she's really in it and then you came back and we had a discussion about it and it was
0: beautiful so honored yes and it was it was like that was very early on like meditation wasn't like jam couldn't do it but Jen knocked me out cold. Um, And Jen's one of two people that have the capability to do that. No one else has been able to do that for me. So that's pretty cool. Um, Jen, let's talk about, because when I first met Jen back almost, I guess, two years ago, it was her ability, it was her intuition. And we just had like this instant connection. But Jen, let's talk about like your gift first as an intuitive, what that means, how you came to it what you can and can't do, because people ask, like, bizarreness questions. (laughs) Um, And as an intuitive myself, um, we're very different intuitively. And Jen's super fucking gifted. So tell them a little bit about your gift and, like, how that came to be. Well, I just want to start off by saying,
1: Les, like, although we work different, like, the way our gifts come in is different, when we have done Rooms Together on Clubhouse – we have complimented each other because we build off of each other when we were doing those readings and we would get, help people and give them insightful insight, intuitively reading their auras. So I love doing that with other people who are tapped into their abilities because it's just so profound and so much comes through for the individual that they can that can really help them on their healing journey. But for me, being an intuitive, psychic medium, I've always been like this since I was a young child. I would say like three or four years old, but I was always very afraid of it. Like I'm, I was afraid of my own shadow. Like literally I'm afraid of porcelain dolls. I'm afraid of scary movies. Like my grandmother would say, if you came into the house with a gun or a knife, Jen would be ready to fight you. But if you came in with a porcelain doll, she would run the other way. Like I'm still working on all those fears and phobias, you know, cause I was like literally afraid of everything. So having this ability young and, feeling and sensing. I'm very clairsentient and then now also clairvoyant, but I'm very clairsentient. That's like innate knowing, inner knowing. And I just, every time I would entertain, like looking into what was coming up for me, because back then in the eighties, nineties, this wasn't like talked about. It was very Hollywood cinematic horror kind of movies that I just didn't really like. It made me feel very uneasy, very uncomfortable. And so every time I went to dive into it and explore it a little further, something always scared the shit out of me. And I was like, absolutely not. I don't want to open anything. You know, people have this like misconception and I did too, that I'm going to open something negative or invite something in. Later on, I learned that the only thing negative is other people (laughs) on this realm that you have to protect and shield yourself from. Because in my experience, working with the spirit realm and my spirit team has been nothing but helpful and super constructive with their guidance for me so for my whole life my teens and 20s i would have this deep curiosity to explore that part of myself but then the fear was just so much more powerful and i let that control me and i would shut it down each and every time it would present itself because there were different parts in my life in my teens and in my 20s where it would come up and it would be like okay and i would be like all right i'm going to i'm going to look into this like i know something's going on with me i've always felt things i've always seen things i've always just knew things before they were going on i would be around someone and just know their whole life story on accident And I would never say anything out loud and be disrespectful and invasive like that. But I would just be like, what is going on with me? I was having panic. My first panic attack was in science class in 10th grade um, (laughs) because it was so overwhelming with picking up these energies and being empathetic and not understanding what this was that was basically trying to come forth. And here I was suppressing it, thinking that it was bad it all really unfolded after I had my first son at 30 years old, where like spirit just like kind of pushed me ever seen that meme, where it's like the person like the princess is on the cliff. And she's like, No, no, I don't want any more life lessons. And then it's like, your spirit team, and they just like kick you off the ledge. (laughs) That's (laughs) what I kind of felt. My spirit team did to me after I had Michael giving birth for me was a catalyst to open up to my abilities and to explore them and to embrace them and to accept them without the fear was there still a little fear around in the beginning yes because i had to work through these um, preconceived notions i had around these abilities being negative or being evil or anything like that and once i opened up i tell you like a lot of my anxiety a lot of my depression from having anxiety kind of melted to the side. I still deal with anxiety and I still will deal with bouts of depression, but I'm better equipped now to deal with those things because of my acceptance of my abilities. You know, after I had Michael, I went through like a year of a dark night of the soul, which is like an intense awakening. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything falls to shit. You feel like someone picked you up and turned you upside down and shook all the change out of you. And it's just like, oh my God, what is going on? I feel like I'm going crazy. I mean, there's so much more to that story, but I really went through a year of a really hard time. I w- did go through postpartum depression, but not in the sense of where I like despised or hated my child. I became really overbearing. I was so afraid that something bad was going to happen to me and my son wasn't going to have a mother. Like, what could go wrong can go wrong. What is that, Murphy's Law? Like, I was afraid to do every single thing. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't live my life this way. I don't want my son to grow up thinking, you know, seeing his mom afraid to live life. Like, I want my kids to be adventurous and not afraid. So that was really the catalyst that just opened me wide open and said, hey, I'm showing up for myself. I'm here and I'm ready. Show me what I'm capable of. And it's been a wild ride since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, though, But it's so fun. But. At that point, I guess that's where you sort of accepted your gift. Because I think people don't understand, like, everybody's intuitive, okay? Like, it depends how tapped in you are to your intuition. And then there's people like yourself, like myself. It's a different layer. It's a different, uh, it's completely different, actually. Um, And it is, uh, uh, like you said, like, uh, as a young child, like, you you don't understand what these things are. Like you don't understand when like random names come in your head or like you have a premonition that happens right after you think about it. Or, you know, there's so many things that can happen and it can put a lot of people. I can understand that going into a fear state, going, making that stuff, making you anxious because you don't understand what it is. So would you say that you accepted that after Michael's birth? I accepted it when
1: I like literally information fell into my lap about, different ways of focusing on myself and myself healing. Right. I wasn't aware. I didn't have the awareness around other ways of healing. I didn't understand or have the awareness of self-love, self-acceptance. Right. For me, a lot of my growing up was always feeling like I had to prove myself. I always felt like I either had to prove myself to family or even prove myself to myself. I always kind of felt like I was runner up. And that right. was something that now looking back on in hindsight was just part of my journey so that I had to experience that so I can share that with the people that come into my that come to me now for help. so I'm better I better understand like what they're going through, what they're dealing with. I can feel it automatically when I'm right. talking with someone or I'm with someone. And I feel like you're absolutely right. Everyone's intuitive. It's just people yeah. either choose to be open or they choose not to be open. And yeah. some people, you know, they say ignorance is bliss because sometimes it's a lot easier not knowing things. You know, it's like a lot That's easier true. not knowing stuff. And when That's I true. was like four or five years old, my mom told me that we were sitting at the dinner table. And my mom's dad, my grandfather, had passed away when my mother was 17, so I never got to meet him, and she never really talked about him because it was very traumatizing for her the way she lost her dad. Um, so she said, she said, Jen, stop looking up, stop looking up, eat your dinner, eat your dinner. And then I was like, I can't, Mom. Uh, Bill's looking at me, and that's her dad's name. Her dad's name is William, but they called him Bill. And at four or five years old, like I'm not knowing that, you know. So yeah, for sure. she just, <laughs> she just knew. Right away. But let me tell you, this is no coinkydink, no coincidence, because my second, my first son, his due date was on my grandmother's birthday, who I was extremely close with. She was my best friend. His due date was on her birthday. Oliver, my second son, his due date was on my grandfather's birthday, my grandfather will. um, And he is like my best friend in spirit, even though I've never met him in the physical, him and right. I, he's like a protector. He looks out for me. He's very, right. very, he like delegates for me, him and my grandmother and my the rest of my spirit team. But there's no coincidence that my first son was on my grandmother's birthday. And then both my nurses when I was giving birth were named Annie and her name was Annie. Like, you can't make this up. You know, I didn't go in like, I want my nurses named Annie. They were both named Annie. And then when I was pregnant with Oliver, my due date was on my grandfather's birthday. So I'm just like, you it's it's unquestionable you know those things i feel like you know we're always like i want to sign your sign but those for me were such profound signs knowing that i was being divinely guided because even still Les, even though i do this now and i'm 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 proud of it and i stand my own two two feet and i'm not dismissive of my abilities or like shy about them i'm still human having a human experience and i still need validation we all yeah. need that. Like I look at my spirit team sometimes and I'm like, give me something. Give me, you know, yeah. cause I'm, I'm having a human day. I'm 2002 gen right now. That's what I call my earth <laughs> self. Cause 2002 gen yeah. had no awareness. You know, she was eating yeah. Big Macs and smoking cigarettes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I need that validation because I want to know like that I'm doing a good job for my spirit team and helping those that come into my path. But it all starts with self first and I still have to, and I still want to continue to do the work for myself and heal myself so that I can guide other people on how they can help themselves. Cause I don't really like to say I'm a healer. I feel like we're all, we can all be our own healer. I'm like your support system. I'm your best friend that holds your hair back. You know, I'm there for you. I'm supporting you. But even when I do like a Reiki session or anything like that, I'm just a conduit. I'm a vessel. I'm facilitating more light. I'm support. I'm there for you. As long as the person that comes to me is open in the heart and the mind, they will be, they will, and open to receive, they will receive.
0: Yeah. And I think something that you said that I just want to trail back on is she mentioned her spirit team. So everybody has a spirit team, whether you're connected or not connected or unaware or aware we all have a spirit team and and Mm -hmm. something else you said is that your spirit team isn't necessarily people, you know, in this life, it can be from many lives. And often somebody like when I do, you know, when I'm doing my work and I do my intakes with my clients, I have a dedicated section to the intuition aspect of it. And I often get names or I can smell people or see people and they're like, yeah, but I wasn't close with that person. And I'm like, well, you don't have to be close for them to be part of your spirit team, to protect you, to guide you. Like, right. those things naturally occur. And it's about speaking to them and calling them in and asking for them. And some people are like, okay, that's like fucking weird. I'm like, yeah, but you're weirder for not tapping into like this full <laughs> team of people who are there. Right. Like, you could pay people a lot of money to do what these people will do a lot better
1: you yeah, know they're like waiting for you to give them something to do
0: yeah they're hanging out and i think mm-hmm. another thing that's interesting just to address is that people who have these gifts I, I, I don't know about you but like we don't walk down the street reading everybody's thoughts like that would create a psycho person that would create a complete fucking nut job um right. you know you could definitely have a good read on someone but like When Jen's walking down the street, she's not hearing John's thoughts. Like, it doesn't
1: work like that. No, I don't. And I'm also ethical about how I work. And like, even in my reading sessions, people will come in and be like, Oh, can you tell me what this person's thinking? And I'm like, I don't tap into anybody's energy. That doesn't give me permission. It's unethical. And even though sometimes like I'll be talking to someone like a neighbor or someone I just meet and I pick up things, I keep it to myself. It's none of my business. And I'll even ask my spirit team, like, don't give me any information because I don't really want to know. If I remember when I had bad neighbors before I moved into our new house and the girl on the top floor, her energy was just so negative. I saw like everything going on in her life. And even though I couldn't stand her in the physical, my spirit and my higher self had a lot of empathy and sympathy for her because I saw beyond what she was presenting as being a horrible person in in this (laughs) (laughs) realm, like a total D bag. I was like, you're going to catch these 2002 gen hands right now. Like catch me outside, girl, let's go. Um, But you know what I mean? So like that does come up for me, but I'm not like walk like it's not like the the shows for me or, you know, where I'm walking around. I'm just like, hey, I'm picking something up on a rare occasion. If spirit really wants me to give a message to someone, I will really question it, like open up a doorway for me to be able to give that message and I'll do it. But I'm not just going to go up to someone randomly and basically assault them into (laughs) (laughs) because some people don't like it. Like me, I do not like to be read. I, now that I have, I've set up really healthy spiritual boundaries where I do not allow people to read me. There are people that will fake read like, Oh, I'm picking this up. I don't like to be medically read and I don't like to be read if I'm not giving permission because I am a recovering hypochondriac. So I had a woman just a couple of years ago, I said to her, please do not read me. I don't want to be medically read. Like, And in my mind, I'm saying to myself, I'm a recovering hypochondriac. I already knew that she was going to go ahead and try to like show her her falsehood because there are false light beings. I mean, we can get into that after this. But then she started to read me medically and I stopped her and I said, "You know, this is really unethical because you don't know like my history and my past. I'm a recovering hypochondriac. If this yeah. was in 2010 or 11, I would have spiraled out of control. Right, uh, You would have made me so paranoid, have so much anxiety. I would have went yeah. down a spiral. And like that to me is very unprofessional. It's very unethical. It's just not something that I practice. Like I hold everything that I do with the utmost respect and in the highest regard. Yeah. And I only associate myself with other people who work in that same regard like you. And I just, I, you know, I, in everything that you do in every profession, there's, you know, the good and the bad. So I've seen both sides of it. And I learned from, okay, this is how I don't want to be. This is how I'm not going to work. So there's always like a learning lesson inside of those as well. But just to give everyone listening an example, like you have the right to be like, no, don't read me. I don't want to be read. And then you can just shut yourself down and they can't read you. And anything that they're giving you, you know, is bullshit because you have put up your, you have boundaries where you're like, no, absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. But you know, you said, so these false beams, let's talk about that for a second. So like, you know, it's so funny that you said that. Um, (laughs) Is it? Is it funny um, or is it coincidence? it's It's so true because There are so many people who label themselves, let's just call them healers, air quotes, who, first of all, groundwork. Every healer needs a healer, end of story. Right, yes, 100%. And I don't trust a healer who doesn't have a healing team, okay? And there are a lot of people who can label themselves a lot of things. You can go to school and learn many things. There are people who teach people how to read tarot cards or how to – Become a psychic and take courses on mediumship and stuff. But right. those people learn to manipulate a conversation to make you feel like they know what the fuck they're talking about. But it's just general rules. Like, so you have this sister or, you know, this aunt of yours. Well, fuck, most people have an aunt, a sister, or a brother, most people, or a cousin right, right, right. or a friend. So you, it's really you got to be really careful. There's very few people, and I've had so many readings in my life that are just totally full of shit. There's very few people who are very good at this, right? I do, you you know, right. And
1: you know what, Les, you're one of those people though that is so intuitive that you can just pick up
0: and spot the bullshit immediately. Yeah, for sure but that's one of my gifts, but most people don't right. have that gift. And as an intuitive, you're intuitive. So you can see that. And it's interesting because Jen and I used to run these like wild all nighters fucking parties on clubhouse Amazing. where we would literally have 7,000 people come in and literally be like Rita's. And we were, we would do it. We would, I would fall asleep on the phone. Like, Dr. Joe would fall asleep, like, and we would bounce energy off of each other and we would get like right. massive downloads and we would just be able to bam, bam, bam it. And it was so interesting, but not everybody's as gifted as they say, Jen, what would you say is like one of your most profound readings that you did that was healing for somebody? All right, wait, I just want to talk, about, remember
1: that question. Cause I'm probably going to forget okay. it, forget it after I talk, um, them. When you said about the falsehood and like anybody can label themselves. Absolutely. The thing that I have come into in doing this work is realizing one narcissism, it's front and center. The ego is taking center stage. People are working from the ego, but disguising it as spirituality. Right. They're coming off like first they tap into your insecurities and then they manipulate you from there. They make you feel like you're super special. You have these gifts, but really what they're doing is they're reeling you in to either take all their classes Book sessions with them. And then when you build this relationship, then you're looking at them with this like guru status where they're above you and you have this feeling like, oh, I wish I was them or I could never get there because I haven't done X, Y, and Z like they have. Right. I tell people all the time there is no one that has a VIP pass to God, source, the universe, right. whatever you want to call it. We're all on an even playing field no matter where you are in your life. Just right. because I call myself a psychic medium doesn't mean that I'm like, hey, I'm in the Heaven Club or whatever, God, you know, <laughs> listen to me this person wants your help. You know, here's my VIP ticket. No, like when we're on the vibration of love, we all have that even connection. But there's those teachers, those spiritual gurus, which I don't even like that word, um, that will plan your insecurities, manipulate you, and then right. you feel like you can never... Right, Um, be where they are. And then they also want to keep you where you are. They have their own narrative. They always want to feel like you're beneath them. They'll always have like a superiority complex around you. And if you show like that, you have this true gift and amazing ability, they will, it would be like an undercurrent where where you'll start to feel like, do they not like me? I feel like they don't like me. You'll start to want to people please them and make them like you and feel like you're in the in crowd. It could be like very mean girls, you know, like, yeah. um, so, and their whole purpose is to keep you stuck, even though they have you on a hamster wheel sure. of building your ego. So when you feel like someone's stroking your ego, to me, it's a red flag because that is not helping you push through the layers that you need to work through. It's basically like spiritually bypassing. You're ignoring the shadow. It's toxic positivity and it's just catering to the ego as opposed to helping you really heal and helping you hone in on your real ability so that you can self-advocate.
0: Amazing. That makes sense. Yeah. And you know, you know, something that's so funny because you said, so there's somebody that I've gone to in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. And they knew that I was whatever I was
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they weren't going to, they, they were someone that would keep me coming back because they were threatened by me. So they were afraid to like, I don't know if you, if, if this happened to you, but they were like, they were like almost threatened to help me do <laughs> the healing so that I'd break that wall and just not need them anymore. And right. Do you know what I'm talking about? They so want to keep you beneath them. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. They want to make you feel like you've you didn't do what I did in my my right. journey, so you can never be where I am. And that, to me, is very uh, hurtful on to someone's healing journey.
0: And it's low vibration.
1: But extremely, it's all ego. It's extremely lower vibrating. It will hinder you. Basically, it will hinder you. It will make it will basically create a whole new slew of problems. It'll keep you stuck. It'll keep stagnant energy around you. You won't be tapping into your true healing. And now this is the thing, your abilities isn't supposed to be like a show. Like we used to go on Clubhouse. Yes, it's nice to get validation from our fellow humans. And they're like, Jen, you know, when you're like, Jen, you're so amazing. Or I'm like, Les, you're so gifted. That feels really nice. Do I let that lead me? No. You know, I, I, and I always tell everybody to like everybody I work with, Media mystically, psychically, whatever. I always say that I'm developing. I never feel like right. I've made it. I'm always learning. I'm always working on myself. I walk my own talk. There's things that I deal with and I struggle with, and I work through it. I face it dead on instead of sweeping it under the rug because I don't want it to keep coming up for me. Do, do things keep coming up for me? Absolutely, because I still need to work on it. No one's perfect, and I don't aim for perfection. And in my healing practice, even with working with crystals, I Never put out this is a healing is linear. It's because it's not like a light switch that you can turn on and off. I always say healing for me and my experience has been like a very chaotic dance. It's up and down, yeah. side to side. It's it's over and out. It's under and out. You know, it's like all over the place. And sometimes you feel like you've taken 10 steps forward to take 20 steps back, and it could be really frustrating. And you're more annoyed with people when you're like opening up to yourself because you just want to like slap the stupid out of some of some people sometimes. <laughs> but you can't. I mean, you can. I have a candle called Spiritually Bitch Slapped. You can do that. It can spiritually bitch slap people. But you know, sometimes you got to give people that little tough love. I have people coming to do readings and I know that they want to hear me say something, yeah. but yeah. I, with, I have so much integrity that I'm not going to say something because they want to hear it. I'm going to tell them exactly what's coming through. And I right. always say, take from me what works for you and leave the rest. If it doesn't right. resonate, it doesn't resonate. Right. There's Absolutely. also people that have come to me that don't really want to be read, they're not open to it. Yeah. And I am not going to waste my time or their time. To me, that that's a boundary. Hate when, when you I
0: feel like you're being tested.
1: I, yeah. Cause I don't have anything to prove. I'm not here yeah. to prove myself. Exactly. I'm not here to prove myself to you and I'm not going to do that. And my spirit team lets me know right away when that's going on. And I immediately, that's my starting. Like I'm, I'm very kind obviously. And I say it very eloquently, but if a person is not ready to be read or is not open to it, then I can only go so far. You yeah. know, I, we're not fortune tellers. And we're not mind readers. There's things that are very deep, deep, deep inside a person's soul that they don't want to share. So their higher self is not going to bring that to the forefront. But when someone comes to me who's open, Les, and who's like, it's their higher self communicating with my higher self, and I'm just confirming for them. And validating for them things that they already know, but just need more constructive guidance on. If it's a mediumistic reading, their loved ones come through, their spirit guides come through. It's yeah. I feel like every session is very uniquely different, and although it's for quote unquote entertainment entertainment purposes only, it is also it's very constructive. It's very healing. It helps sometimes these sessions walk people off of off of a ledge, and it's very profound and it's a very beautiful thing in my position to witness and be a part of. I never lead people. I let them lead themselves. And again, like I said, I'm just, I'm their support. You have to be a medium's medium, a healer's healer. Like you said before, you have to be actually doing the work yourself to be able to show up for other people. If you're not showing up for yourself, to me, it's a falsehood to be showing up for other people. Although on that note, I do have to say it's always easier to help somebody else. We don't want to deal with our own shit. Who wants to deal with their own shit? I don't, but like we have to. It's like I don't want to freaking do do my own dishes, but like I'm gonna do them. You're not gonna come over and do them for me. I mean, you're more than welcome to, but you know what I mean? mean? It's like losing weight. Like I I can't go to you, Les, and be like, Les, I want you to lose weight for me. Like, this is what I want you to do. You're gonna be like, girl, bitch, I can't do that for you. Like, you can only walk the Force to the water. You can't force them to drink it. You can give people the tools that they need, but it's up to them if they want to work with it or not. And I know you work with people like on a regular, and you are so incredibly gifted and talented, and so full of wisdom. I remember the first time I heard you speak, you and you, I was like right away pulled in because of your intelligence, and I was like, holy shit, this this woman is is a massive ball of light and so full of information and. You were just giving information that was extremely helpful and healing. And then I think right after I heard you speak the next day, we met.
0: Yeah, um, we, got yeah. A, we got on a call for like two, three hours. I know. And, and I'm not like there. a person
1: that talks on the phone. And I am... When you, I, you were like, oh, let's talk on the phone. I think I had an anxiety attack. And I'm like, why does she want to talk on the phone? I was like, what happened to just like texting? Like, this oh, isn't the 90s. I'm like, she wants to do a 90s phone call. Like, I can't get on this. And then we just talked for like, and it went by really quickly. And I was, you know, I was okay after. I was okay. After. I was like, <laughs> what is going okay. on?
0: She was okay. No, it's true. It, that was a fun, interesting connection it's already like two years down down the hatchet but, I
1: can't even believe it. like but it's like we've known
0: each other yeah because that's that's you know this is where that past life shit comes in which I want to talk about but the question I asked you before and then then, then I'm going right. we'll roll into the past lives and I have a good story about Jen and her past life and stuff anyways so the like, my question was like you know what was like in all the years that like you've done this like what was like one like big like moment that you had with a client. Obviously we don't need names or situations, but that was like, wow, I really just changed this person's life. Like, do you have, she's like, I do that every day, bitch. But like (laughs) specifically like something that was like a whoa moment for you, like a good confirmation. I mean, I have
1: had a lot of sessions like that where I walk away and I'm in tears because these, like I said, these are very intimate and personal moments that are being talked about and brought to the surface. And I, just when you're talking about that, it's bringing me to a mediumistic mystic reading I did for, um, this family, uh, the granddaughter reached out to me now, again, I am very clear. I don't want any information. Uh, just book the session with me because I don't like to get into my own head. If I feel like I know any little thing, it like, it throws me off. So I'm very clear, no information, just book your session and that's it. So I know this now because of after, but the granddaughter booked the session for, or the daughter booked the session for her mother because the, the, her grandmother had passed away and the mother just could not get, she was distraught, you know, obviously like the grief, grief is very, um, unpredictable. So she felt like this would help her mother. And I went on, I went on the call, I got on the zoom and I immediately felt the presence. And I just started talking uh, about this woman. And I, I said something about the mom who was passed that was very private. Like it was like, um, like a name, but like a very specific name. And a lot of things came through during that session. And she, to see this woman feel like her connection wasn't lost and that she wasn't going crazy. She does feel her mother and connect with her mother and her mother is there. And things that were happening weren't coincidence, but signs and the presence of her mother. That was one of the best sessions I think I've ever was a part of and witnessed to because that spirit communicator was so strong and the woman was so open to receive that we were all in tears. And I actually became like really good friends with the family. The The son booked a session with me after that, and then friends of the family booked a session with me after that. But that, I mean, and usually my sessions are about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. That went into well over an hour and a half. I mean, so much stuff came up during that session that was, I just, I was surprised. Like, there's times where I'm even surprised. I'm like, holy shit, like, this was absolutely incredible. And that woman was able to basically get out of her rut, still honor her grief, but continue to move forward in her life, knowing that she was being guided. So, and to be, and I'm still in contact with them. Um, They always let me know that they're doing well. They always talk about how they'll never forget that session. And I'm just so honored that I was able to be of service in that way and help in that way and watch her um, validate herself and her own way of how She's she's her mother's never lost.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's something that so brings people so much comfort. Like when you can kind of find not your way in, but your way in to confirm that like you have connected to that person, you know. Yeah. Um, and and let them know that like they're able to just like speak to that person. And I always tell people like, especially for people who have lost people, like just call them in. Like you can even just light a candle and watch how quickly it burns when you when you bring bring in someone like when you bring in spirit like a candle will burn a lot faster. More spirits it'll burn faster. Or just asking for signs, you know, birds, coins, feathers. I mean signs. You can ask for whatever sign you want. And you may not get it like the second you ask for it, but you will you will get that sign. And so many people feel so obviously naturally death is final, but it's death of a physical body, not need to continue on your um, personal divine. Thanks, sorry. Um Death is so final, but it's not physically it's final spiritually it's it's ongoing
1: right because you don't have a soul you are a soul and you have a body
0: right exactly so i think that leads us perfectly like into past lives which i think is really really interesting and obviously i had my first experience with you and then you know from there i've learned quite a lot about you know a lot of things um and i think one of the first things Jen said to me cuz Jen's afraid of airplanes sorry but yeah, she doesn't working
1: like on it, working on yeah,
0: it <laughs> she doesn't like to fly and a lot of people have that but like Jen has like a severe like like I get it you know she's afraid of flying and she said to me once it was uh, something happened to me in my past life like on an airplane like mm. that for her you know kind of justified it and there's a lot of things that people go through or have and recently, to my own awareness, um, I was up north at or in Maine at Susan's and, and Catherine was sitting with me and she said, and it started thundering and I started fucking. I'm like such a pussy when it comes to thunder and lightning. She's like, you for sure have been struck in your past life. And right there, it made so much sense because my my fear of thunder and lightning is like bizarre, like it's insane, like, I like, 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 forget it. And when she said that, it made so much sense. So I would love for you to kind of like talk about, you know, what past life really represents and what a past life regression session, you know, kind of looks like and what Mm -hmm. kind of confirmations and clarity can that bring for someone?
1: Oh, my gosh. Let me just tell you, though, like with past life regression, past lives, sometimes they're not as specific as that, like you could have had a past life. Where thunder and lightning, you were a lonely woman, and all it did was thunder and lightning and rain around you, and that constantly made you feel isolated and alone. So it can go even more deeper than just being struck by it. When I went into a past life where it dealt with a plane, you would think, oh, it's because of a plane crash, and Jen died on a plane crash. No, I was the pilot, and I survived. Everyone else passed. I had to put that life to rest. And now I have
0: this. Wait, did you just say you were the pilot?
1: I was the pilot.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. But I survived and I had survivor's guilt and it was really, it was a really, uh, that session, I haven't actually recorded. I can show it to you. It was really um, uh, intense and deep and very helpful to me. And some of my phobias, because it's also about in this life, letting go and relinquishing control, not because I want to be a stubborn asshole, but because I feel safer feeling like I'm in control of things. When I let go and release things to surrender and faith, it's uncomfortable. Like it is for anyone to just like, you know, let go of any attachment to outcome or any signs that we get. We want it in a specific way, but it will come to us, but in a way that we're not expecting. Um, so yeah. And it's not a one and done. These sessions, you go back yeah. and you are continuously working through things that are coming up in this lifetime. But let me tell you, so past life regressions are a therapeutic technique that allows you to access the subconscious mind so that this is where you can tap into like your soul's memories from different lifetimes and timelines. We don't even like to call it like past lives anymore. It's like parallel, you know, right. merging timelines, you know, because the, the multiverse, right. And then, so this, during this time, during your regression, it's not like I have complete control over you. Like you'd right. see in Hollywood where I'm like, bark like a dog, you know, you're in complete <laughs> control. You're completely safe. We're in constant communication. I'm talking to you the entire time. I'm basically your support system through the session. I guide you using different hypnotic techniques that help you put the subconscious mind to the side for a bit so that you can tap into these untapped memories from past lives timeline the benefits of this are understanding more clearly your relationships situations, circumstances you've been through in this life like a lot of people will come to me and be like all my relationships are the same the person changes but the circumstance is the same or the situation is the same they have different you know romantic relationships and then it the same problems are occurring even though the person's so different and then you'll hear, pe- hear people say oh they must drink from the same water or they're cut from the same cloth but it's really you that you something's going on within you um so it helps you understand fears and phobias it helps you discover or connect with more your life's purpose in this lifetime it helps you hone in on your gifts and abilities um it helps you remove any limiting beliefs that you that could be blocking you and holding you back from vibrating at your highest potential in this life. It's very deep, deep, deep emotional healing. And it helps you to release on a soul level with an understanding of the lessons and your strengths in this lifetime. Does that make sense?
0: I mean, yeah, I've done it. Know,
1: right? Like sometimes I'm like,
0: oh, wow, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, mean, I? It's, I think it's one of those things that like, like I recommend people like experience it because right, I, right, I understand it, and like you know, it was interesting because I remember doing it with Jen, and I'm like, did I just make all that shit up in my head? Like, was that the story? And, like, I wanted to tell myself, and then the fucking thing presented itself in real life, and right. I was yes, so fucking tripped up by the whole situation. It it was. A lesson it was well i met this the person that i had found in my past regression who was like a partner mm-hmm. literally showed up in real life and like just fucked with my head like entirely like it really threw me i was like so blindsided by the whole thing um but i learned so much from it and because i had that past life regression i was able to really recognize it and also know that it was something to be left in a past life because there'll be people who find people in their past life who are now their future partners or their kids can, can, they can find their kids in, in their past life regressions. And then they're here now. Like I remember Jen asked me a question, like, is there anyone there that's like familiar to you? Mm -hmm. You know? And there, in my case there, there wasn't, but in many people's um, you know, when they do that, they, they have this, they find people that they, you know, they see people that they're they're with now, husbands, wives, kids, whatever it is. So right. I think I think it's really, really fascinating. I think Jen does a really good job of it because it's not like, like you she said, she's not controlling you. Like I was still aware. I did, I do remember, um, and this has only happened to me twice. Once was with Jen, where I got like the crazy like spins. Do you remember? I was like, right, spinning. yes. I was spinning, and that happened to me once or twice when uh, my friend Mama Oracle did Reiki on me. I would, I got into a state where like the same thing started to happen, but it's a safe, controlled environment. Like there's no, it's not like you're on drugs, but it, it is, brings a lot of like, it, it can close things. It can confirm things. It, it's like comfort almost. Right. It brings in um, a
1: lot of clarity.
0: Yeah. And there's so many times like Jen could probably do the uh, past life regression with someone like multiple times.
1: Oh yeah. I do. I have. I do.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: They come because, one, the the dizziness and the spins. That is when you clear energy, right? You have created so much space inside your energetic field and your physical field that for me, when that happens, I start to walk sideways. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like so free, like (laughs) because your body is filling up with basically more light. It's filling up with more of you, more of your essence. So it's very, it's you're clearing from not only your energetic field, but then your detoxing through your organs and your muscles that's why you can sometimes feel sore after a healing session or any yeah. sort of energy work like you've worked out because your body your physical body is releasing everything right. starts in the energetic field first and then manifests in the physical when it's being ignored in the in the energetic realm that's right. why it's important to pay attention to your energetic body your spirit body because you want to clear every day you want to like when, when someone goes to the gym or does hot yoga when they're done they want to go in the shower and clean i mean some people go right into bed, that's their prerogative no judgment <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but for the, most, for the most part you want to clear right you want to clean your body you want to like smell good you don't want to be walking around like smelling like a hamster cage the same goes for your spirit your energetic body you want to clear away any energetic soot we walk around we're in contact with people places and things and then energy sometimes Unintentionally or intentionally can stick to us like a tick, and you want to clear that. And you can just do it by setting your intention. It doesn't have right. to be these, you know, intense spiritual retreats, or you have to be a master at doing something. You can just set right. your intention because you're so powerful. Um, and every past life regression is uniquely different. So how right. one person experiences it, or how they go through it, is going to be different from the next person because your your higher self and your spirit team will bring up a life or a, a, a childhood memory or even the womb, something that you have to work on. So some people come to me for a past life and then I bring them to two childhood memories and we stay there because those are the memories that they have to heal through. And it's always memories that they're like, oh my God, I never even realized that I still remembered this. Sometimes a person goes to childhood memories, then the womb, and then we stay in the womb and they heal through this. And then we do ancestral healing down the line because sometimes we pick up other people's backpacks and we carry them like they're our own and we take responsibility for other people like they're our own and we have to understand that we don't have to take responsibility for other people we can right. hand it back to them we don't longer have to carry it but they don't have to carry it either they can also send it back to where it came from and right. they can we it's our responsibility to heal ourselves and we can only you know help others but right. it sometimes we'll do that and then some people they skip Uh, Childhood memories, womb, and they go right into a past life. Sometimes they jump from past life to past life. I try to keep them on one past life at a time. Um, So I am. I always follow the guidance of their higher self and their spirit team, and then I walk them through the session. It's a very deep, deep, deep relaxed meditative state. I. What we do is a lot of people have a very loud conscious mind, a very loud ego mind, the conscious mind thinks that it's protecting you. And it may have protected you at in that way at some point in your life when you needed it at that moment. But now we try to say, Hey, okay, I love you conscious mind. I love you ego. I know you're trying to help me, but now we're going to help me in a different way where it's needed now, not the way it was. So it is a mix of using imagination, right? I'm like, whatever comes up for you, let it be. Try not to overanalyze it because that's the conscious ego mind saying, no, this isn't real. I made this up. It's from this, it's from a movie, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's not try to overanalyze it. Let's just allow our bodies to digest it and let this healing energy integrate with, with our being. And I feel like when I have that talk and discussion with a client And then they go through it after the session. They're like, okay, I know that this is my ego and my conscious mind because the ego is afraid of change because it's afraid it's in protect protective survival mode. And then you're just like, okay, I'm just going to put you in the passenger seat of this, you know, motorcycle, you know, those old school motorcycles, you just put, Put in the passenger seat and then you vroom vroom. Like that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do that. And then you you have this discussion with yourself. Right. You have this. We have we all have different aspects of ourselves. We have different parts of ourselves that need healing, whether it's inner child work, abandonment, relationships, uh anything, you know, self-acceptance, judgment, guilt, shame, whatever's coming up. There's these are different aspects of self and we can deal with them and heal them and protect them in different ways, uh, creating safe space for yourself, feeling safe, knowing that you're divinely guided and protected. And you can go back to child and hug yourself in the moments where you felt unloved or abandoned or anything. You have that capability. Um, The open-mindedness is what I try to help with too. Just stay open um, and not overanalyze it, allow yourself to digest it, and then we'll take it from there. It's always, for me, one step at a time. Small steps in healing, for me, lead to big changes, but we have like people who are super logical, and even though they're really, really curious about their spirit side and they know it's real, they need tangible proof, and their conscious mind doesn't let them let that go. They need the tangible proof. They want to hold it in their hand. 100%. I feel like I am just like nonstop talking. I don't even know what's coming over me.
0: It's <laughs> it's Leslie, you are just bringing it out. I got you. I got you, Boo. Um, all right, so that's past life. I definitely encourage people to book sesh with you for that or for the reading. But let's talk about like your new venture that you've just bulldozed through, um, mother-whelm. Yeah, yeah, Motherwell. Because listen, Jen's fucking killing it with this, and it's a, it, it's it's really interesting because. I started my crystal journey, like most people, with, like, tumble stones. You know, I have no Mm -hmm. fucking clue what any of them mean or do. I just, like, you are pretty. You can come home. Um, And then as I started to be more in tune with my energy and stuff and I bought bigger pieces, like, big fucking pieces, Mm -hmm. everything in my house between plants and crystals, everything changed um a lot changed energy changed manifestation changed I mean so much changed my I mean listen I dream like a crazy person all the time but like my dreams have changed I mean there's so many things besides them being beautiful obviously and natural um crystals are really interesting and another thing and then I'm going to pass the mic but China's a producer of crystals, just like they produce fucking everything. That's the shit you don't want, um, for sure. And I think there's, I mean, listen, we could talk crystals for an hour. But why don't you talk about crystals in a way that the person who doesn't understand crystals can understand crystals?
1: Like crystals for
0: beginners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen yeah. puts out really good content. Actually, I do like. And listen, I don't read a lot of people's newsletters, but Jen does put out good, easy read content about you know, like she. I remember she sent out one about like bedroom, like the best crystals to have in your bedroom, or like right. Jen's content. So I definitely, like you know, sign up to that newsletter. But yeah, Jen, like just talk about like why people are so drawn to them.
1: Well, crystals ha- are consciousness and. There's two sides to crystals. There's the scientific side to cater to the people who are all about science. And then there's the metaphysical side, the, the healing properties, the spiritual side of it. Um, I feel like crystals come filled with magic and light, and they help enhance us from our core and put us in alignment with the best versions of ourselves. I feel like crystals are like food for the soul, the way, the same way we eat food to fuel our physical body. Crystals help support and fuel our spirit body crystals have they are a higher amplitude they're one perfectly geometrical they have a lower entropy, which means they're not easily influenced by other energies. They have a very dominant auxiliary rate, which means that they can influence the vibrations around them and raise them higher. They can entrain surrounding energies, whereas humans, we're easily influenced. You know, anything can throw us off. You throw your bag over across sideways, and that can throw your energy off. You walk past someone in the street that has, that's having a bad day, you're having a bad day. All right, if you don't have like, if you're not um, walking around with boundaries and you're just out there like open and absorbing everyone's energy, which is most of everyone in the world because they're not aware of this part of them. So, So crystals, when you're around them, they're automatically raising your vibration and bringing you up to their level. They're helping you entrain with their energy in that way because their consciousness. You can talk to your crystals the way you talk to your plants. They will help you where you need help, where you need guidance on the deepest levels. So, if somebody's like, "Oh, I'm having neck pain or an elbow pain," I know that it's going. It's so, so much more deeper than that. It's part of some sort of energy center, either the chakra systems, the meridians. You know, we have chakras all over the body, nadis all over the body. These are different energy systems, and each one is correlated to a set of organs or a, a side of the body, even parts of our sp- spirit self. So crystals go into the layers of the layers of the layers. So say you're working on root chakra, that root chakra has seven layers. And then that seven layers has seven layers. And then, so, I mean, it's so much even more bigger than how I'm explaining it, but they are, consciousness and they raise your vibration automatically they whether do. you believe in them or not they whether do. you're aware of them or not mm-hmm. are they aesthetically pleasing absolutely but yeah. they do create shifts that you start to notice subtly outside it's of so the true. body because it's, it's so helping true. yes you you know you you yeah. deal with it and i have people that never worked with crystals before they just think they look pretty and they're like you know jen uh, this has been happening or I'm feeling like this. Uh, my anxiety has felt um, not as severe or I'm not as reactory as I normally am. Is it because yeah. of this? And then I go into the explanation of the crystals, And I feel like, listen, I'm not, I don't know every single thing, but I always talk about my experience with crystals, how I work with them. I feel like I communicate with crystals. I'm really good at reading crystals. I'm good at reading people and what crystals would be really helpful with them. Um, and, how they can work with them for the present moment um, and how it's going to help them in their life now. So that it has been, I opened up mother. Well, I started neurotic mommy in October of 2013, which we're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of neurotic mommy on October 16th. And then I opened up mother realm, August 13th of 2021. And we celebrated the year back in August. So it has been Wild and let me tell you bringing in all these crystals has helped me and my marriage has helped me on my healing journey like so much came up for me that I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing next. This is what I'm going to work on next. This is what I need to heal through next. And it helped my husband. It's helped my children. And again, it's something that you have to be open to. If you go in it with like, of course, it's natural to have a little skepticism. But if you're just like, this is bullshit, I don't believe in it, then it's going to be bullshit and you're not going to believe in it. Do you know what I mean? It's like anything, you know? know? Um, If you have faith, I feel, or are just open and learn and even just take a little bit of time to learn the basics of crystals you will see that this is scientifically proven there are so many different properties and there's so many crystals that have yet to be discovered and when i do like my live sales I will give brief descriptions of crystals and I tell everyone that I, that all my customers, I'm like, I'm not even really scratching the surface here. I know that this is a lot of information, but I'm not even scratching the surface. If I go in even deeper to something like rose quartz or amethyst that are so common, the information and the healing properties of these crystals will blow people away. Cause they're like, Oh my God, I, I had no idea it goes even deeper than that. Like, yes, my loves, it goes even deeper than that. So it's just, it's wild. It's miraculous. And I just absolutely love working with crystals and bringing them into my sessions and helping people understand. And I tell people, even if you don't want to buy crystals, if you just want to come hang out like during a live or, you know, whatever, and have whatever, just come and feel the energy, feel the vibration. Uh, the community that I have in Mother Realm, the the people are so kind and supporting and uplifting and so knowledgeable, and they're they they are supportive. And I think what what does any entrepreneur or self employed someone who's running their own business want other than supportive, kind, sure. loving sure. customers and clients to work with that are open to their own healing and are open to receiving? I think like I. I am like super lucky. Pinch me. Am I dreaming? <laughs>
0: that's oh how I feel. Ryan. Is that an oh my Ryan Gosling moment? It's an
1: oh my Ryan Gosling. And then if it's like really, oh my God, I'm like, oh my Ryan Gosling, oh my Ryan Reynolds. Like I just did a real like making soup and I'm like, oh my Ryan Gosling. People get a kick out of that. It's but so you know, it, it's like, I feel very honored to bring this information forth to people and help them understand in this way. Even if it's just like I said, just the basics, even if they're just reading my newsletter and what I'm putting out there, it's an honor for me. And I feel when and I can even when I'm intuitively picking crystals, I can already feel who it's gonna go to or who it belongs to. Oh really? To yes. That's and I'll cool. and I'll get a crystal and I'll say to my husband, this isn't gonna, this is gonna be with us for a while because the person has has not joined, has not shopped from us yet. And oh, then really? literally like a month or two later, a person comes and they're like, That's the one I want. And I'll talk about this during my live sales to my customers because I can really feel who it's going to go to. Sometimes there's only been like twice where I didn't want to sell a crystal to a certain person because I felt the intentions were not good. It's like, for me, it's like finding foster homes or forever homes for crystals. I want them to be, I'm like, if you don't love them, send them back. (laughs) You're not going to take care of them, send them back, you know, because I really have a respect for this. And some people would be like, oh, you know, God and Jesus is the only thing. And I'm like, God created the earth and created crystals for us to utilize. Are you not gonna eat food because it come, you know, because it comes from the earth and like you want to just live on sunshine? Go ahead, you know, (laughs) do you. (laughs) But God made all the resources. And why wouldn't He make or they or she, right? Whatever, whatever you call it, (laughs) make something for us to utilized to help us here on our journey for the physical and for the spiritual he made like it's it's all encompassing for me it's mind body and spirit it's not just the physical you can eat healthy till the sun comes up but if you're not focusing on your spirit self you Mm -hmm. will stay on that hamster wheel and start moving backwards because you have to focus on the shadow and the inner self to really take strides moving forward not to and i know i'm talking a lot but not to say that you have to have a life of struggle. No, we. I feel like the whole goal is to teach people how you don't have to go up the stream, and you can go with right. uh, instead of going against the tide, you can move with the tide, and find that you can uncomplicate things because we're the ones that complicate things. Hundred percent.
0: So Jen, I have a question. So yeah, one of my favorite ahead. ones that I got, like Jen also brings in like some very like different stuff that like you're not going to walk into like your average crystal store right. and fine and actually two of those one was gifted to me dr taggy gave me the black amethyst which is really cool right I, I haven't seen that very often and then the lavender quartz which is like oh, i like God. literally fucking carry that thing around with me
1: the lavender rose quartz is absolutely stunning. So stunning
0: yeah it really is so if someone was like brand new to crystals what are like maybe five stones every home should have
1: Oh, my God. This is always so hard for me, but I would obviously amethyst. Amethyst is for seasoned crystal lovers or beginners. Um, amethyst is its just all about peace, cleansing, protection. It creates a, a light shield around you. It's really great to work with black tourmaline because black tourmaline is – um, it transmutes negative energy, so it doesn't just absorb it. It transmutes, mutes it back into, into the universe. And I feel like black tourmaline is like a filtering system, even of your own negative self thoughts, your negative self beliefs, negative energy around you. Um, so amethyst black tourmaline, clear quartz, obviously clear quartz is a master healer. It's an amplifier. It amplifies your intentions, your manifestations, um, Citrine. Citrine is amazing for new beginnings. It's great for even plants, for growing, for manifestation, for visualization. It helps hone in your intuition, trusting yourself more, not Uh, Putting yourself to the side, not lighting the candle from both ends, feeling confident in making decisions. You know, I feel like you know people that have to ask everyone their opinion first before they can make a decision, but then they start to make a decision. Like citrine helps with that. (laughs) A lot of crystals help with that, but citrine's the most common, I feel. Selenite. Selenite is amazing. It's like, known as the eraser of negative energy. It helps connect you to the conscious mind. It helps to bring awareness to things. It will deepen your understanding to really what's going on around you, like seeing past illusions. And then, like I said, black tourmaline. So black tourmaline, black tourmaline, selenite, clear quartz, amethyst. And did I miss any? Did you say, did I say five? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So those, but there's so much more. Well, rose quartz, I love, and even lavender rose quartz is like a rarer rose quartz, and you can see the difference in color from yeah. oh, a yeah. traditional. Like yeah, it's like a purple blue. It's absolutely beautiful. The when you are, are so crystals, I I also feel that the crystal chooses you. Yeah. I feel like you know, like pets choose you. I feel like the crystal chooses you because it's picking up on your energy and it knows where you need to work. So when you're, excuse me, guided to work with a certain crystal like rose quartz. I'll give you just a more deeper insight of Rose Quartz. Often when you're younger and you are in the developmental stage of your life as a child, like positive image, all image and self stuff, um, and your basic emotional needs are not met and you are subconsciously picking up now that you're not worthy, you're not lovable as a child, going back three, four, five years old, maybe even earlier, you feel like you can't share love with others. You feel like you uh, you just have these programs that you're not adequate, you're not good enough. And it starts from a very early age. So Rose Quartz, what it does is it opens up the heart and breaks through these inner chambers where all these emotional experiences derived from and helps you release them from that level. It helps um, rose quartz when it's healing. The heart will also show you um, the childhood experiences that where it started from. I mean, it's a really powerful crystal. It teaches the power of forgiveness and it reprograms your heart and teaches you how to love yourself. And let me tell you, like when I gave birth to Michael, Michael, my first son opened me up to an awareness of learning and understanding he taught me how to love myself. Like they say like your kids, you teach your kids, but I just teach them like the physical stuff. I feel like they've taught me more profound lessons. Like they highlight for me, like both my kids coming in have highlighted for me where I needed to work on. So Rose Quartz has brought me back to that, to learning of how to love myself from the deepest chambers of my heart. I love that. I know. Isn't it crazy? Like it's just, it goes, it goes, it's really, really deep. Rose quartz witnesses the trauma inside of you and it empathizes and understands what's going on. So it wants to help dissolve that. And it wants to like remove any burdens that have been coming up for you in regards to your heart. And, you know, we all put barriers up. We all have security blankets that, you know, Things that we won't do, limits around because either we don't want to get hurt or we don't want to feel rejected. So, rose quartz energy is very intuitive because it's and and it wants to help you heal. So, if you're guided to something like rose quartz, and again, quartz is an amplifier, it's going to help you really tap in on a much deeper level than just being the stone of unconditional love. Yes, it's the stone of unconditional love. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's so much more deeper than just like the snippets that you would get online.
0: I love that you're like such an absorbent sponge now for all things like understanding each crystal. So check her I try. Out.
1: <laughs> I really try, Liz. You know what it is like, and I I always say this: like, I don't know everything, and there's some things that I, you know I'm always learning. I love yeah. to learn. I want to bring forward information to help people because I'm a believer of not kicking the ladder out from under you when you're on your way up, whatever that is. Right. Like um, I'm really a believer of, you know, helping people at the same time. I feel like it's important that people you can model people and be inspired by people but you can't borrow experiences right you have to live in your truth you can't be like well i want to do this because this person's doing it you have to have the passion and the compassion yeah. behind things you can't compare your chapter two to someone's chapter 12 right. we, um you know we're always like oh that bitch is so lucky or you know you see someone and you're like i wish i had that like that yeah, to me is that. like a, it, it to me that's like a healthy thing like when people look at you they're happy for you and they're like, "Oh my god, that I want that." You know like when you see one of your friends like, you know, hitting milestones and you're just yeah. so proud of them and like you could absolutely wish that for yourself and be happy for that person at the same time. But it, it it changes when you are like, "I'm going to just copy them." You Listen,
0: know like I love being surrounded by fucking women who are killing shit. Me too.
1: Like, in an authentic really way.
0: Yeah, like when I, when I, like, you know, when, like, I watch my friends, you know, Um, and my favorite thing is to be able to call Jen and be like, bitch, like, you are fucking just, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're killing it. Like, it's so nice to see people succeed. Like, I know so many people root for people to fail. Oh my God,
1: absolutely.
0: That's because they don't do anything. It's because yes. those people don't do anything. They and those don't. people are the ones that watch you the hardest and complain. But to see people like get their, you know, align their passion and just like make shit move is is amazing. Um, right, I have, and I, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say like, it's you know, more people have to have that thought. And maybe those people need a fucking couple crystals up (laughs) there. Exactly. And I always
1: say too, like I didn't reinvent the wheel here. I'm not the first crystal seller. I'm not the first past life regressionist. I'm not the first person to teach Reiki. I'm not the first person. I'm not reinventing anything, but what I'm doing is I'm bringing me to the, to the story. And Um, no one can copy that. Exactly. So I feel like that's so important to bring your own authenticity and, and people need help with, all right. Well, I have these abilities. How do I use them? So yeah. you can. There's one. Uh, one of my friends. She's a realtor, and she's very intuitive, and she's amazing. Like I know gorgeous. who it is. <laughs> do, you do. Wait. So yeah, she she will intuitively place people in energetic alignments where they should live, and it's amazing. You know, she's not opening up a saloon on the side of the road like come get a psychic reading. You I know. Was so there's just
0: her today. Actually, it's funny you mention it.
1: There's like different ways that people can hone in on their abilities and use them to their advantage and what they're doing right now.
0: Right. And you
1: can absolutely use things like crystals and your own healing journey to propel you forward. And and I always think it's important to stay in your lane. Don't be so focused on what other people are doing and compar- comparison is the sealer of joy. We all know that. Uh, It's really important to stay focused on yourself, be supportive and happy for other people, but don't feel like that could never happen for you or you're not worthy of that because of whatever reasons and excuses. The people that are rooting against you, it's because you're highlighting for them what they're not doing in their life and it makes them upset. And it feels like it's, of course, it's projection and it feels it could feel to someone like, oh, it's because of me that they're feeling like this because that person is also not aware of the projection that's going on. But it's just highlighting for the person that, they're not doing what they want to do for whatever reason, they give themselves their own excuses. So they become really mad at themselves for not taking the steps forward. And you're just highlighting that for them. You just happen to be right. A marker in their, in their path. That's like showing them like, Hey, Hey, why don't you start stepping into your true power and doing what lights your soul on fire instead of being so hyper focused on what this person's doing. Yeah. Um, but again, I really try to hold no judgment for anyone wherever they are in their journey, whether they have an awareness or not, whether they're expanded in their consciousness or not. I am I hold empathy and sympathy for wherever anybody is because I know they chose to come in to experience that. And sometimes yeah. people don't figure it out in this life and that's okay. And that I always say like take from me what works for you, leave the rest Um, and that's, that's where I feel like I help.
0: Yeah. And you do. And you're so good at it. And the the last thing I said, the last thing I want to say is that like, I've placed the crystals around my home. I have them in my office or let's call it my warehouse, my home (laughs) warehouse. No, but I put crystals in between all of my products specifically for, you know, bringing good things into the, The products, like making that alone, just makes the products better. You know, right? Because
1: you have intention; you're putting intention into it, and the the crystals
0: are raising
1: the vibration. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, anyways, guys, I will link all of Jen's things because she has so many things. She even has she has cookbooks, like pretty miraculous so we yes, now you're st- just you're just stroking <laughs> money you
1: go now but like keep it coming
0: <laughs> she has a lot a lot a lot to offer and she's pretty fucking funny I mean funny?
1: I okay. do try I mean a lot of people be like Jen why haven't you done stand up I'm like I don't know maybe I should just go i mean, uh, I'll I'll just
0: always say if all else fails like I'll meet you on the stage for that
1: absolutely <laughs> like, you know now I'm an aspiring hand model because I, <laughs> yeah. I, I say to everybody like during my live sales i'm like once i make it in my hand modeling career like i'm forgetting all of you (laughs) just kidding everyone's getting a ticket to the jimmy fallon show and i make it big um because that'll be something that i make it big for not any of this stuff but just like my aspiring hand modeling career it's an ongoing joke i have in the community because i always get my nails done to do the live sales and sometimes they look like just so bad and i'm like all right i have to get a manicure but then when i do I'm just like, look, I'm hand modeling. I'm so amazing. Someone signed me, someone hired me. It's much more fun during the live sales, even when I do, I do like share impressions. We have like karaoke. I mean, it gets wild. It even gets a little spicy during these lives. But yeah, I'd be so honored for you to come and hang out with me. We do it every Friday, um, starting at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but I'm always fashionably late. So <laughs> 15 minutes after a quarter after eight, usually. My husband's texting me right now. But yeah, so, Les, I really am so grateful and so honored that you hold me in such high regard. I feel like we are on the same vibration, and that's why we're here together doing this. And I, I'm i grateful and honored to be of, like, complimentary to Holistic Bitches. I remember when you started Holistic Bitches. Girl, I am so proud of you. You are amazing. You are Truly, like, and the, I feel like you're just a sponge of knowledge with how you can really help people. Um, and it's just, I feel so uh, full of gratitude and appreciation that you invited me on to talk about all things woo. Because this is this is my jam. This is my no, jam. Is. Like I hope to come back. Like you'll
0: invite me back. I'm putting you on the spot. Like that's of it. Whatever <laughs> you want. Anything. <laughs> is my crystal.
1: Um,
0: but yeah. But thank you for being here. We will link Jen's stores, her books, all of her things, her Instagram, her both her Instagrams, all of her things where you can find her. Book past life. Book a, a reading. Buy some crystals. Do whatever you want with Jen. She's great. Um, and thank you for coming. Thank you. Cyber hugs. <laughs> what about a kiss and a cutoff? Mm,
1: no <laughs> more leg humping.
0: <laughs> we did that a lot in
1: Clubhouse. Um,
0: and kisses big hugs and kisses les thank you so much thank you jen all right guys i hope you enjoyed this episode on holistic bitches i hope you had a laugh a what the fuck moment and <laughs> um you learned something new um tune in for our next episode coming for you soon bye friends Thank you for tuning into the Holistic Bitches Unfiltered podcast. I hope you got what you came for and you're eager to return for future episodes. My one ask is that you hit the subscribe button and if you could be so kind to leave a raving review. Sending you so much love, light, healing, and inspiration to be a better you. Peace out, friends.